Hello, and welcome to this new podcast, Divisible by Four. This is a true story of experiences of parenting, bereavement, mental health, and how we've overcome the bad times and embraced the good times as a family. This is a story about a family of four that's now combined, happy, uh, but with the trials and tribulations of, of experiences that have uh, formed part of part of that family life and part of that family bonding. It's not always been that way. It's not always been a family of four. Um, it's been a family of two. It's been a family of three. Um, and there's been lots and lots of ups and downs on the way. And hopefully this story will help you, um, whatever it is that you experience as part of family life and as part of parenting. It's all normal. Uh, it's all a challenge. We all have our highs and lows and our ups and downs. And I guess this story is to try and help people. And, you know, if, if you're going through a tough time to understand that, that you're not the only one, you're not alone, and maybe to uh, to, to get a bit of, of hope and, and faith from, from the story. Um, but then if you're going through good times and if, you know, you're, you're experiencing those highs of parenting and, and relationships, then, you know, maybe you can get in touch and we can share some of those as part of, a part of this podcast because parenting is a, is a journey. For sure, it's a journey. And I don't think uh, it ever turns out the way that you hope it will, uh, the way that you imagine it will uh, when you very first start out on that, that parenting journey. Um, but everything happens for a reason. Um, and it's all, all definitely part of that experience. So when you when you have kids, things change instantly. Um, you know, from that moment, uh, that very, very first moment of that positive pregnancy test, right the way through that pregnancy journey. And then from that moment, that first child is born. No one prepares you for the instant love uh, the the instant fear, um, the, the terrified nature of, of dealing with this little tiny bundle that uh, that can't protect itself, and that responsibility, that overwhelming responsibility that, that you have to keep this little person alive, and that somehow um, the two of you or the three of you um, have got to uh, navigate the way from that very first moment of life right the way through to the 18th birthday and beyond uh, to see uh, those your children have children and, and develop families of their own. And people often say that the, one of the first rules of parenting is that the aim is to make yourself redundant. And that's a, a terrifying thought, that first moment that you hold that, that tiny baby, um, that your ultimate aim and your ultimate goal is, is to make this, this tiny person an independent, strong person who's able to navigate the the world all by themselves um, without without your input without your day-to-day support and that is a, a terrifying thought but for me that that first thought um, in the hospital those first moments with with my newborn son my first thought was well it's you and me against the world now kid and that is genuinely how I felt. It was like I had this this new companion, um, this new mini me, and me and me and him would would take on the world. Um, and there was that instant bond, I guess, just holding him uh, and looking at him and thinking, "Yeah, you know, we we can do this. Me and you together, we can do this." And so it's been. Um, the eldest, that boy, 
is is 13 now but those 13 years have been huge um massive we've together experienced divorce um the uh the the horrible nightmare scenario of you know his his mum and dad splitting up living separately um not seeing his his dad as as regularly um as as he would have liked um and that you know that that conflict um and that the the trauma and the the stresses that that go with that and the lack of of understanding um from such a young person about why relationships turn out the way they do and why two people can can no longer live together and you know and he was five years old when that happened so that you know that's a very young age um for that to happen and for him to try to develop some form of of understanding and appreciation around that uh, and not to take sides um you know and and to try and deal with the 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 anger and the the upset of all all parties around that time um and also at five years old by this time he had a younger brother so you know there's the uh the added responsibility at five of also thinking that that you know you need to put your arm around your little brother and and try and try and help him too there's also been death um within those 13 years uh, he's lost his nana who's very close to his granddad and more recently unfortunately the the sad loss of his his dad and within that comes obviously grief loss bereavement anxiety um and a, a probable diagnosis of, of post-traumatic stress disorder all of those things have have involved counseling lots of counseling lots of bereavement counseling and uh, anger management counseling and uh, behavioral therapies lots of behavioral therapies overcoming the traumatic stress overcoming panic attacks and, and anxiety and and undergoing that that support from from cams and that medical support and around the time of all of this he was starting secondary school and and all the challenges that 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 brings with it too so you know from that moment of that that firstborn and and thinking of that overwhelming desire to protect them sometimes feel like well so far so not so good um, is he still perfect goods is he still undamaged not necessarily um however He's had a, a, a huge experience, a, a huge worldly experience of, of emotions um, and he's learnt um, and he's still learning to, to help others and to, to be in touch with his, his emotions and to recognise different stages of his, his mental health um, and support others, support other children at school and support children younger than him who've also suffered uh, loss and, and who are nervous. He... He attends uh, um, activity sessions and holiday clubs and and helps to uh, support the younger children who may be scared and maybe missing their parents and, you know, maybe not settling in so well. So I think with all of this comes a kindness uh, and an understanding of, of how other people feel and that, you know, our life can be tough, but also that there's there's end points to that there's there's light at the end of of those tunnels and 
that we can all recover but that we recover through talking about things and I think one thing that me and him have learnt is the power of talking you know and not shouting not getting annoyed with each other we try and avoid that as much as we can obviously it happens everybody argues um but talking things through and trying to talk about feelings trying to open up about where you're at in your head what's important uh, what that emotion means what that anger means and and how you can develop that into into a positive how you can turn some of those negative feelings and some of those worries into positives and how he can turn his experience into a positive experience into something that'll make him stronger in le- in later life and i hope that's true I, I hope he's able to do that and it's not all been bad it sounds like it's all been bad it sounds like it's been 13 nightmare years and gosh i hope that's not the case for him um we've traveled you know we we've traveled we have hobbies we have activities we watch football we watch a lot of football um we attend Premier League matches and, and football league matches. We play football maybe every day for at least half an hour. We go out and, and spend time on field, kicking the ball around. Uh, we listen to football on the radio. We watch football on the TV. We watch movies and TV shows. We play a lot of pool. We exercise together. Uh, we do gym work together, uh, play darts. Um, so we do we we do activities, but traveling is a big thing. I think traveling is a big thing in a recovery time, in a time of recovering from bereavement and mental health issues. Traveling is amazing if you can do it. If you feel down, if you are suffering, if you are having a bad time, if it's possible financially to get away, that is such an amazing tonic. I, I, I can't I can't put into words what what an amazing tonic that is and, and how how much we've used it we've always traveled when when um the boys were little we we stayed predominantly in the uk traveled a lot um while the the, the stress of of the divorce was happening i traveled around scotland um went down to the south coast too and then as the boys got older, we started to, to spread our wings and, and go further afield. So places like Turkey, um, where it's warm and relaxing and just sitting by the beach, playing in the sea. Spain, Portugal, Italy. Um, more recently, we've we've gone, been to Canada, hired a car, travelled around, um, around Vancouver Island, uh, Victoria, Vancouver City. We've been to Cape Verde, we've been to Barbados. We've shown the boys different types of cultures. Cape Verde is, is probably our, the place we've had the, the, the best life-changing experience. Just taking the boys to see you know, how other cultures and communities operate, what happens in countries where money is, is low, uh, where poverty is, is high, um, where you know people don't even have the same level of accommodation as we do um you know it it's amazing looking at at some of the the areas of of pure deprivation and making friends with those communities and interacting and engaging with those communities the boys playing football with with other children who you know barely have barely have any clothes barely have shoes don't have money for for any form of luxuries and you know for for their for the kids' mental health, seeing 
what other countries are like, what other cultures and communities are like, and seeing that big wide world and thinking, you know what, my my life, whether good or bad, whether positive or negative, whether happy or sad, there is so much more out there. There's so many people worse off than you, so many people better off than you, but so much to to do. I mean, the, the world is is endless. It's 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 an amazing array of adventures and experiences and opportunities. And if the children can can see that, for you know, just just a tiny part of that, whilst they're children and and have ambitions. And if I can take them to a country where they think this is where I could live, this this gives me an ambition. This gives me an aim. This gives me somewhere. I want to come back to, you know, that lust for life, that, that ambition, that, that need, need to, to be not even successful, but, but happy, happy with, happy with your lot, uh, happy with how you are. Um, and knowing that if, if your current situation doesn't feel right, well, you know, that, that's not the only situation you could be in. There's lots of other situations that you can, aim towards that can be your goal that that you can go to with very little money uh really you know you don't need too much to to start up uh, a new life and I'd like you know I'd like them to have that inclination and and motivation to be able to to just just start afresh and not have you know for the eldest not to have his first 13 years as as baggage around his ankles for the rest of his life not to think you know this is, I've been dealt a bad hand of cards here and I'm always going to be sad because that's that's not the case that's not the case at all I like to tell him that you know if you've survived some pretty pretty shit things in your first 13 years you know you've survived this you're stronger you can you can handle what life throws at you um you know you can do this this is and 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 you know those people who who you've lost they'd want you to do this they wouldn't want you to be sad they wouldn't want you to be down they'd want you to get out there and make the most of it if that's on the football pitch if that's in traveling if that's in your career get out there enjoy it make the most of it um and that's what i would absolutely love the boys to be able to do um and this story is going to going to touch on some of those things some of those re like the Cape Verde uh, adventure some of those really amazing amazing things that that you can do that we all can do just to make yourself feel a little bit better if you get up in the morning and the sun's shining that's a completely different frame of mind very often to if you get up in the morning and it's raining and it's dark and we need to be able to get ourselves into that that positive frame of mind and you know i think when we've got that that looking back to those first days as as a parent there's no way you can plan how those first years are going to pan out everybody has a perfect picture um you know and for for a short very short time you know that 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 perfect picture was there learning about looking after a small person watching them develop attending every baby class there is surviving and and somehow sometimes enjoying those that first year of of sleepless nights and realizing that that no matter what nothing else in the world matters 
other than that little person. And every day is, is an amazing day. Every day they do something different. Every day they do something new. Those first steps, those first words, um, those, you know, that those first activities, watching them kick a ball for the first time, uh, watching them go on a bike for the first time, the the look of utter amazement when they, they have new toys and new experiences and you take them to the zoo and they see different types of animals for the first time. You know, money money doesn't buy that. Nothing buys that. That that is that's amazing and you know, there's all these experiences that you have to almost bottle, you know, keep keep them in your mind, keep them as photographs on your phone, keep them as memories in a in a voice recorder, in a podcast, keep keep them as, as amazing memories. And yes, there'll be bad days and, and yes, things will happen that you didn't predict and things will happen that you you think you feel guilty about because that isn't the way it was planned and you want family life to be absolutely perfect. And the second those those first few things go wrong, um, those arguments, those bad days, uh, the first, even the first time he falls over, you know, the first time, the, the, the guilt that you've done something wrong, that you weren't watching him properly, um, that he's hurt himself. But all of that is learning. All of that is experience for children. The first day you take them to childcare and leave them and they're crying and screaming and you go to work and you feel like a terrible parent because ultimately you're putting work first. You're leaving them and going back to work. But you have to. That's part of life. There's nothing else in the world that matters other than that child apart from money because you can't live without money. And we'd all love to. We'd all love to spend every day as a family, every day doing exciting activities, every day on new adventures, every day watching that little person grow. But that's not realistic. You can't, it, it's not possible. You can't do that. We have to go to work. We have to balance the pressures, that work-life balance. You have to be able to, to come home and, and then still try to spend quality time with the little person that wonders where you've been all, all, all day. The little person that that doesn't notice if you're tired, that still wants your attention, that might not sleep, that demands you play with them for an hour when you're shattered, that demands that you read that next story, that one more story. And that's all part of it. And you do read that story, partly because you want to, partly because you feel guilty, um, guilty that you've been at work and so you must plough all this attention to these into these little children. But we shouldn't feel guilty sometimes actually that level of independence the fact that they've gone into childcare, the fact that they've had to socialize with other children the fact that they've had to survive without you for those days that's that first step to making yourself redundant that's that first step on your goal that that goal of being a parent make yourself redundant make these develop these beautiful children into independent, strong beings. That's the first step. Dropping them off at childcare that first day. That's the first step. The first step on their journey. The first step on your journey. And the first step to independence. Enhance it. Embrace it. Love it. And then when you pick them up, grab them, squeeze them, hold them tight and plan the next adventure. Because ultimately, 
adventures are memories and memories is what's important. And with that, I'll leave it there. Episode one. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope it was thought provoking. Hope it wasn't too sad. And uh, I'll see you next time.